Well, the tenor of this show makes me not want to say this. What? This is not our other show. No. But, Were you about to say something profane? Yeah, I was. I was going to say, strap your tits on. It's time for nothing but no, a No, I think thing. that's a good way to start. But I don't know if I should. Here's the thing. It's, okay. Okay. We're going to, I mean, we'll get into the episode. Sure. Of course we will. <laughs> but we can talk about this off the top. Sure. If you're coming in Let's with that it. energy. That's the energy I've got. Uh, Bob. Yeah. The oh. energy he's coming in with at the beginning of this episode. That's true. That's true. Ooh, boy. Lots of energy. He did strap those tits on. Let me tell you. <laughs> It's just that's something I would, you know, all of our episodes are marked explicit. Yeah, because we want to let people know there there is a there is a chance I, there are actually probably quite a few episodes. Yeah, where they don't need to be marked explicit. No, but in general, there's you a chance. Know. Yeah, and it's mostly me. I feel like you could go, you can get clean through, yeah. but I I don't know that I can. So we do that because like. You might think a Bob Ross podcast would be for children. That's true. This one is not. No, it is. They have to learn eventually. (laughs) About people strapping their tits on. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want... Do you want sheltered kids that don't understand the world around them? I don't. No. I or want, do you want I kids want, growing yeah. up realizing that it's perfectly normal yeah. to just strap them tits on? Right. Get going. Whatever you do... <laughs> They're your business, all right? right? Yeah, you don't you don't want kids that make a big deal out of it, you know? <laughs> okay, well, hi everybody, <laughs> welcome back to nothing but a Bob thing. This is Justin and Nathan. That is Nathan. Uh huh. We are here, um, still at the emerging dawn of season two. This is episode two, uh, season two, no. season six. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> episode two. Oh sweet yeah. Jesus. Uh, we can't go back. Season six, episode two. Season six, episode two. Um, Nature's Edge. Yeah, very in, enticing title, don't you think? It sounds like uh, it would be patchouli scented. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Nature's Edge. Okay, you go. You go to a candle store. Sure. They got a Nature's Edge candle. Yeah. It's going to be pine and patchouli. I like it. That's what that's what that candle. Actually, is. I kind of like those two smells. I don't know if I like them together. Together it's probably a bad idea. Probably too much, but <laughs> Nature's Edge. Yeah. All natural deodorant. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> It'll make you smell good for half an hour. <laughs> and then you can forget about it. Um, all right, folks. Well, uh, do we want to talk about the art world before think, we jump into the episode? Yeah, you you teased me a little bit, <laughs> and I don't know what you're going to bring up, but um, I am excited. So, okay, so, I mean, I think it's our responsibility on this show as, I mean, I would say probably the the uh, most important art podcast yeah. in the world the to... premiere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To talk about the art world at large. Sure. And the issues that may be a part of that. Of course. Um, so I came across this story, and I wanted, I wanted to know your take. I'm here to give so it. As, as one of the biggest art critics of our time. Right, right. One of two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know your take on this art exhibition. All right. Okay, so in Seattle at the Museum of Museums, they have a museum of museums. Um, that's it. Says it's the museum of museums. All right. Uh, they had a 
planned art exhibition. Yes. Entitled Amazon versus Microsoft. Oh, boy. Two Uh of the world's largest companies. Uh, So they put out a call for submissions that could only come from people employed by Amazon and Microsoft. Okay. Okay. Very good. So here is the Instagram post from the Museum of Museums. All right. Collectively, Amazon and Microsoft employ over 1.5 million people. Holy shit. Really? Well, according to the Museum of Museums. I haven't fact-checked them. Well, I'd, I'd take their They're word for it. They're not the Museum of Facts. There's a Museum of Museums. So it may be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> the Museum of Facts. <laughs> that, if, there, if there's ever a Museum of Facts, yeah, I want to go to that museum, and then I can just doubt every other museum in the world. <laughs> um, alongside the extreme wealth that often defines these two companies, yes. we believe there is an alternative and equally impressive wealth of artistic talent within their ranks. Sure. As an exhibit, Amazon versus Microsoft sets out to highlight and underline the artist working in big tech Mm. and recalibrate the narrative around what a tech worker is. Okay. I believe that the strongest arts ecosystem is also the most inclusive one, tech bros included. Um, So the call was open to employees no matter what their position at the two places. Um. How do you think the world reacted to this? And how, how do you feel about this? I, I, I can't imagine the world reacted positively to this. Mm-hmm. So what am I missing here? Uh, it's an exhibition. Just of employees from Amazon and Microsoft. It's highlighting employees from these two companies. Yeah. It's a museum exhibition. At the Museum of Museums. At the Museum of Museums. Yeah. In Seattle. Art. Yeah. In Washington. Yes. In the United States. Uh, art, presumably painting. I, so, I assume most of the art would be painting. So I, my name is uh, Sam, mm-hmm. and I work in uh, an Amazon Yeah, you're Sam warehouse. Bezos. Sam Bezos, no. <laughs> you think he puts all of his like cousins and shit to yeah, work? Yeah, absolutely. The, like the bad jobs at Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Do you think Jeff Bezos <laughs> is allowing anyone, even if he is related to them, to actually make no, a fair wage? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like the type. Um, uh, I don't... do. Am I not seeing a problem that I um, should see here? So... Why are people mad? I don't know. I feel like this may be because we don't live in Seattle. And we, we're not immersed in tech culture. Right. We're in Nashville. We're um, immersed in country music culture. Right. <laughs> Bridesmaid culture. To us, the employees <laughs> at Amazon and Microsoft were like, oh, they sound great. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but in Seattle, uh, not quite the same reaction. Okay. Um, according to GeekWire... GeekWire. GeekWire. All right. Reaction to the idea was swift and not supportive, as many seem to tap into the notion that art is a struggling endeavor in Seattle, chiefly because of tech companies like Amazon and Microsoft. Okay. And what they have done to the landscape of access and affordability in recent years. Sure. Comments on Instagram included, this is gross and responses are weird. If we give them a platform, maybe they'll help us and we can start a dialogue. The dialogue already exists and these corporations aren't interested. Oh, right. Massive flop idea. Yikes. Yeah. Imagine being an art museum in 2022 able to uplift anyone and we pick tech workers. 
I mean, I, I don't see the problem with uplifting tech workers necessarily, but you don't. You're not them. I, I'm not them. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it, you'll you'll relate to this. One. Okay, all right, all right. I understand there are blue collar employees at both companies. That's who I would think we would be highlighting. But <laughs> I'm not sure giving some of the top earners in the city yet another platform is the way to do this. Okay, all right. It lasted three days. This idea wow. for an exhibition. <laughs> so did they actually do it? They they the art was made. No. Oh, the just call the for the art oh, lasted wow. three days. Okay. Okay. In a new Instagram Shit. post. <laughs> The art director, or the director of the museum, wow, uh, said the museum was listen- listening to people and canceled the call. Okay. Uh, I believe that the strongest arts ecosystem is also the most inclusive one. Right? Sure. Poor people, rich people, people with shared ideals, and people with strange ideas. Everyone. Seattle is getting more expensive by the day, and a healthy arts ecosystem in the city requires financial support and lots of it. Right. So, yes, I tried one more time to connect the disconnected to try and strengthen our arts community the only way I knew how. <laughs> Fuck. So, <laughs> so they canceled it, but then his message was just like, fine, I won't get money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this guy... <laughs> this guy had his heart in the right place, don't you think? Like he didn't. I I can't I can't say mean it's a, to piss people off. I can't say it's necessarily a bad idea. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I guess I, I I do understand what they're saying. Like, hey, these two companies have like squashed. Yeah. The art. The ability for art to thrive. And so instead of supporting actual artists, you're supporting Chad Bezos? Sure, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Chad Bezos. (laughs) Chad, and he's the worst, he's worse than Jeff. Yeah. Well, because Jeff, you know, at least Jeff is showing his cards. Right. Well, so (laughs) Jeff went to space. Yeah. But Chad is always competitive with Jeff Bezos. So he went and bought a used Saturn and went, look. (laughs) Look what I have. <laughs> it's not a comparison, Chad. Get no. out of here. Come on, Chad. Live your own life. <laughs> Come on, Chad. Yeah, okay. All right. How do you what do you think? I So as a um a person who's constantly ranting against <laughs> yeah the the large uh companies in the world, but also uses them. Sure. Um Yeah. Thus making me a hypocrite. Yeah, well, me too. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same. I um, I see. I see both sides. Yeah. I just don't think the director of the Museum of Museums did himself a lot of favor. No. By canceling it. Yeah. And saying we hear what you're saying, and then essentially reinforcing literally everything they said. <laughs> like the, all the complaints were, <laughs> you're not offering offering uh any support to local artists so that you can get money and his response was no so like i was just trying to engage with the people who have money so we can get money right (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that's what they said that was the problem that was the problem (laughs) okay yeah i see now that is interesting i mean the art world Huh. I mean, there's so many, so many things in upheaval mm-hmm. in the art world now. Would you, would you have a hard time? Let's say you were a vice president yeah. at at Amazon. Okay. So I'm making millions of dollars a year. Yeah. And you decide, 
no, I want to, I want to leave all this behind and become an artist. Sure. This implies to me, you couldn't do it because everyone would go, well, of course you can become an artist. You were a vice president at Amazon. Yeah. I mean, you're independent, well, independently wealthy to the point that you don't have to work. Yeah. So maybe you have to get a smaller house. Yeah. But you could probably pay for it out of pocket right. once you sold your last house. You, you just drop a thousand square feet and you're fine. Right. Yeah. And, and so then you, you don't have to work. You mm-hmm. can devote every second of your time to developing it as art. Now, your art might still suck. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's, no, there's but, no guarantee. <laughs> but even if it was decent. Yeah. What if it was You're good? going to have people going, well, the only reason anyone even paid attention to this art. Sure. Is because... Uh, you know, Jonas Bezos. <laughs> Jonas Bezos. He would be the artistic one in yeah. the family. <laughs> well, uh, he spent so much time as the vice president at right. Amazon. Sure. And so people, uh, he he knew how to get in with the people who are influential. Yeah, I don't know because I feel well. In a way, yeah, it does both for you. Mm-hmm. Because it screws you in one way, because a certain a certain number of people are never going to like you right. on principle, right? They're gonna. It doesn't matter how good your art is, right? They're never. Which art is subjective anyway? But there's a, a, a certain number of people who are never going to like you just because. There are probably enough people who will like it so that you could you could potentially have a career. Mm-hmm. As an artist, assuming the work is there, you could you know? have a career, yeah. but you're never going to be fully respected by the art community right as a whole but there's nothing you can do about that no you can't yeah very few are it's fully respected by the if art jonas community. bezos became, <laughs> became we need to artist. find out if this is a real person <laughs> i know i i'm i'm really uh i'm not looking forward to the lawsuit nope. for slander but um eh, you do what you gotta do <laughs> if jonas bezos went into the art world yeah it would be like the equivalent of of Drake in the rap world. Yeah, Drake already had a career. Drake had a career. As an actor. He did not ever have any sort of street life. <laughs> Never. He lived in Canada. Yeah. He and was, was on middle Degrassi. class. And was on Degrassi. <laughs> um, and so, is he successful? Uh, yes. Yeah. Do a lot of people respect him? <sighs> Enough people do, though. But in the music industry as yeah, a whole. Right. But in his specific area, probably not. Not nah. probably. But you know, he's still making a ton of money. Yeah, he's still well, selling records. Well, and so would Jonas. He would. People would buy Jonas's paint. Of course they would. Yeah, as if if if, and he would have to wonder as he lie in bed mm-hmm. at night. Are they in his nighttime bedtime beret? Of course, every he artist has, needs a yeah, beret. <laughs> his sleeping beret. Yeah, he has a sleeping beret. <laughs> Very soft. Um, <laughs> He would have to lie there with his thoughts and wonder if the only reason people bought his art mm-hmm. is because uh, he had been VP at Amazon. And the answer is yes. It could be. But, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So, Museum of Museums, uh, they're not doing it, so I guess you can still go there and feel good about yourself. I don't I don't really know what the moral of any of this was, but. <laughs> Museum of Facts, coming soon. <laughs> It's, I, I assume they're trying to say like they're the best museum. Like we're the museum of museums. Yeah, is it, is it that or is it like some meta thing that I, I don't really understand? It's Seattle. I'm not cool enough for Seattle. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. I am either. All right, Mr. Bob. Yeah. Let's, let's put, let's put the, 
hoity-toity art world behind us and, and get down to some everyday, yeah. beautiful landscape paintings mm-hmm. done by the man, the myth, the legend. Robert. Bob. Ross. Robert Norman? Yeah, Robert Norman Ross, I believe is his Norman, okay. I think is his middle name. I could see him as a Norm. That actually. seems right. Uh, Bob, Norman, take us in. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. I'm glad to see you again. And today I think we'll do a vertical painting, fantastic little painting. Maybe we'll put a couple little buildings in it. And I'm going to ask them to graphically run all the colors across the screen that I'll be using today, and they'll come to you in the same order that I have them on my palette. And while they're doing that, let's get started. I've already covered the canvas with a thin, even coat of Magic White, and it's wet and slick and ready to go. All right, Nature's Edge. I didn't forget this time. Original air date, May 8th, 1985. Was but a, was but a few months old, I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. still not yet upon this world. The, uh, we were one month into the baseball season that would end with the Kansas City <gasps> Royals winning their first World Series. God bless. There you go. So there you go. Excellent. 85 was a good year mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Royals. All right, right from the get-go, this is an interesting painting. Yeah. Because uh, the canvas is oriented vertically. Yeah. Which is like portrait versus... We're doing a portrait canvas instead of a landscape port uh, canvas. Yes. We're doing a landscape painting Yeah, with the canvas-oriented portrait. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there are going to be what involved? A couple yeah. little buildings. <gasps> How exciting. I... I will t- okay so no one no one listening got to see my reaction to this. Yeah. I was so happy. Gleeful? Oh man. I, I would say gleeful. I would say gleeful. That yeah. that's a good description. <laughs> we haven't gotten a good Bob building no, in a while. No. And with Bob buildings there is always the potential of a Bob story about a person. That is correct. And I want that. I've missed Bob people. Me too. I mean, this is uh, the, where the bonus points come from. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Bob has been painting in a beautiful yet dystopian world <laughs> where all humans have been wiped out. Right, right. I want right. I want to know that there is some mankind <laughs> left in Bob's universe. Sure. <laughs> what was that book a few years ago? Uh, the World Without Us. Mm-hmm. Which just, I didn't read it, but it describes you know what would happen, how yeah. quickly like the plant life would take over yeah. Manhattan. And that's you know. Bob's world. Yeah, that is Bob's world. <laughs> um, this may have been a bodega in the middle of, <laughs> of uh, the Bronx, and we don't know. <laughs> um, tell us about the sky. Uh, so the sky. Wow. It's not, the painting style of the sky is not any different than normal. No. What is different is, is Bob is painting like he is coked out of his mind. The speed with which. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, this, if you're an ASMR person, yeah. this is the episode for you. Oh, 100%. Because that is the loudest and fastest yes. sky I have ever seen painted. Yes. And it took up the entire 100% of the canvas. Right. Top to bottom. Whole yeah. thing is sky. <laughs> to the point where we're like, where are we? <laughs> I was very confused. I didn't know if Nature's Edge was us laying in the grass looking up. Yes, 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 yes. Right, 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 right. As um, if we're, yeah, as if we're on our backs. Yeah, yeah. It, I, but it was, 
I I don't know if this will come through good enough, but the rhythm of his painting was Oh, very yes. Like that was his sky. Yeah. It 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 was not relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Clarendon D speed. Yeah. Um so it's a great sky and 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 we're thinking I think he did it with a two inch brush, didn't he? Yeah, I believe he so, just yeah. worked that. Yeah, it, big, big, I mean, it's the standard brush. sky. It's his X sky. Yeah, he didn't do anything different. No, except not dilly dally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so from sky to land masses, mm-hmm. lovely, way far back, mm-hmm. misty. Um, what's the word that he uses? Uh, he said misty an awful. Lot. He said misty a lot. Um, Diffuse, yeah. Land masses way in the back. Three mm. different colors: a, a yeah. bluish, a brown, a green. He so he painted the the front one first. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is one of my favorite Bob things, and in a few episodes for sure, he <laughs> right. starts the second hill, which is <laughs> located just behind the first one. Right. Exactly. And starts <laughs> starts painting it, saying just. Really to himself. I don't think it was to us. No. Really probably should have done this one first. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's great. Uh, So these lovely land masses go in, uh, which are just a taste of Mm -hmm. what's to come, really. Yeah, it's it's nothing. I mean, even after the land masses, what, we're like eight minutes into the episode at that point? Maybe less? Yeah, I mean, he... I think we even had the bushes and such. Yeah, about eight eight to ten minutes. I'm still lost at that point. Yeah, right. Because we still have sky at the bottom and sky at the top. Yep. Land in the middle, and I I said to you, this. I mean, we've watched how many hours of Bob now? Oh man, if each episode too many about a half hour, and and we've we've watched <sighs> can't do math. What sixty some episodes is that that would that that be about right um i'm gonna do this real quick you talk there's at this point we've run into a a series of paintings for sure where we're not caught off guard anymore right we've we've watched about a thousand hours oh man there is no there is no surprising (laughs) us is that right that can't be right i don't know math (laughs) and it, no, it could actually be a half hour. I'm I'm rounding up. They're like 27 minutes. Well, and then we've got documentaries and stuff. That's true too. I didn't even count any of that. A half hour times 13. Okay. Okay. Times five because we're just in the beginning of season six is 1,950. Oh, that's minutes. Minutes. So divide that by divide that by 60. 60. Yeah. 32. Yeah, that's a lot of That's hours. a lot. Okay, 32 hours. Like that's a thousand still, hours. That's, that's still a significant amount. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. he can't catch us off guard anymore. No, he really can't. No. This is the first painting since I I do think it's at the latest season three that I'm watching. And at that point in the painting, still didn't know where we were going. with Right. It. <laughs> it's still coming together. And it has not. Because, because as we've talked about so many times. There are a couple of things that he does mm-hmm. that, you know, at this point we can sort of see it coming. Yeah, um, it's 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 a certain pattern, it's a certain layout. 
I he he has like three basic layouts right. of paintings most of the time. Right. You know, we got our standard walk in the woods. Walk We've in the got woods. our mountain. Yep. Um, this one's not really any of it. It's not. No. I it at the end it kind of looks like the same layout as a lot of paintings he's yeah. done, but the the way he got there was very different. <laughs> yeah, I would I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And we got weird rolling hills. We've got sky on the top and the bottom. I don't know. Now look at the shape of the brush. That's what you're looking for. A lot of paint. Let me turn around so you can see the end. Ooh, look at all that paint. So he spends about the first 10 minutes on just, well, sky, hills, yeah. bushes, land, um, even water, reflecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, the reflecting technique. Um, which we don't think we've seen before. Well, he did a, he did the standard reflecting technique yes, first. Yes, right. So, okay, so we, we did the hills, we did the trees. Yes. And the sky was there. Yeah. And then he reflects the trees and the water the way he does normally. With Pull the, it straight down. Yeah. yeah. But then he highlights the trees. Yes. And then... and. I don't remember ever seeing this. Highlights the tree in the reflection. Yeah. Which blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> it is it's pretty good. Yeah. Because it's more dramatic than the normal reflections. Yeah. It's I mean normally we're just kind of throwing some stuff everywhere and then yeah. swiping it. Right. Um but the adding adding the reflection the highlights to the reflection it's like this bright yellow yes. all of a sudden right there's some sort of spring happening above our heads i don't i don't know what's happening upstairs it's okay though <laughs> um post that yeah so all of that takes about 10 minutes yeah we've got so at that point we've got sky we got trees yep we got hills we got water we got a landscape yeah and it looks good it looks great and then we dig in to our structures. Mm-hmm. Now, when he said buildings, yeah. my mind immediately went to like, "Are you going to put like a? You're not? Are you going to put a skyscraper in this in this painting? I can't see him doing that." But I, I was excited love, for half a second. I would love that. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, a, a skyscraper in the middle of like this like jungle that he's made. Mm-hmm. You know, would be pretty cool. No, what we get are uh, barns. Yeah, kind of. Well, it's so. <laughs> He paints on the left a yes. building. Yes. Then he paints on the right a taller building, which, spoiler alert, it's the same size as the first building. Pretty much. Whether Bob says it's taller or not, uh, I mean, maybe maybe it's slightly taller. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you got up there side by side and measured the buildings, <laughs> you go, well, that one's edging that one out. Exactly. Um, but they... Uh, the roofs kind of look like the corrugated tin roofs. Yes. That you see out in, like, uh, my grandma had it out in Panhandle, Oklahoma. There you go. <laughs> um, my aunt had one out in rural Georgia. The the kind of roof that, with a slight drizzle, yeah. you are concerned based on the noise that you're about to drown. <laughs> That, you hear every single drop. Oh yeah, hitting it, the roof. The it's not it's the, not a drizzle. It's a full blown storm, and you're going to die. <laughs> right, you're living inside of white noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so that's the kind of building yeah we got there it's right. kind of like a uh, like it's a, a cabin with that cabiny barney yeah. thing yeah and and the the way he does i mean i don't think we've ever seen him do exactly this technique on the roof to give it that effect mm-hmm. um and it, it it works great i mean he spent maybe not another 10 but like probably another six seven eight minutes on just these these structures he spent almost as long almost yeah. as long as he did with everything else he blew through yeah. at the beginning of the show and they and, and they're great they have a lot of detail my theory <clears throat> by the way is he was coming down yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't get the cabins right. done quite as quick definitely um yeah it's they're they're nice they are very nice but the best part of the buildings yeah is we have the two yes and then <laughs> bob says that maybe the person who built these was having a good day and just built another building <laughs> three buildings one day you know <laughs> <laughs> This person, whoever they were, was not only a, a, a master carpenter, but it had the energy yeah. of a god. Well, hey, how how how's your weekend? Oh, not too bad. I uh, you know, I fucked around, built three buildings. You know, no big deal. No big deal. That was my Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. You know, I just checked out my three buildings yeah, I built on Saturday. Appreciated them. They were fantastic. All the work was finished. Yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently this guy has, like, a compulsive building problem, yeah. and just, I, I'm i assuming he's, like, manic-depressive, and, like, he was in the ultimate manic yes. state. <laughs> right, and he had everything he needed right there. Yeah, we just got buildings everywhere. What if, what if, what if, okay, what if there's continuity between Bob paintings, mm-hmm. and so every building we've ever seen has been built by this one guy? Okay. It's just, it's like Johnny Appleseed, but yeah, of buildings. That's right. The Johnny Appleseed of barns. <laughs> he just travels the countryside. Here's a barn. Here's a barn. <laughs> you barn get a barn. Here. You get a barn. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I do like this idea. I like it. <laughs> of this guy just, you know, he's out there. Yeah. First off, there was no building. No. He just walked out into the middle of nowhere and went, this looks like a good place for a couple buildings. Perfect spot for a building. I'm going to make one slightly higher. Yeah. Just slightly. Not enough so a person <laughs> could tell it's higher. Right. <laughs> um, and then it just, you know, was having so much fun. <laughs> I'm just going to throw a third one here. Uh, Why not? Exactly. Nature's so, edge. Nature's edge. <laughs> All bets are off. So at about 15 minutes and 20 seconds, Bob says, let's get crazy. And when that happens, you never know how things are going to go. But it usually goes wrong. Usually it goes wrong. (laughs) And he kept, I have to say, he kept us on the edge till the very end of the episode. Didn't have time to sign Mm -hmm. or anything. Barely had time to just, they didn't even, you know, they usually do a still of the painting for half a, you know, a couple of seconds. I, I don't, end. he wasn't done at the end. He, he was still painting finished. as it went to credit. He was highlighting. Yeah. So he adds a, a landmass right side front of the painting. Um, and we're still okay. Yeah. You it and I are, are still doing great. More bushes, more yeah. highlighting a red, a lovely red bush. And it actually, it actually adds to the painting. It does. Typically yeah. when he does this, I'm annoyed. It doesn't add anything to right. me. Right. This added to it. It, it really looked did. good. I thought so too. 
And then giant trees. Now, okay. <laughs> I know it, I know I'm becoming a bit of a broken record here. You you threw that in so quick right, right. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh for those not paying close enough attention, then all of a sudden giant trees were announced. Right. Now these are the trees. Okay, these are not the two or two and a half inch brush no. trees. These are palette knife trees. Yeah. So they're thin. The trunks are thin. There's a wispiness. There's about a them. wispiness to they don't look structurally sound. <laughs> right. They're <laughs> they're trees that I don't I don't know how they've survived. Right. Um Right. They're roughly thirty feet tall. Yeah. But the trunk is two inches wide. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> tall, thin, uh the largest one goes all the way off the can the all canvas, the all the way off the edge. Uh, the second one is is pretty pretty damn tall as well because they always need a friend. What was yeah. the quote we came up with? Uh, <laughs> he's always worried about a single tree being lonely. Yeah, and I said something about like it it can't be lonely if it doesn't exist. If it doesn't exist, and you were like on a t shirt, it should say I wouldn't be lonely if I didn't yeah. exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I will say out of all of the yeah. last minute. I'm going to ruin this painting trees sure. that we've gotten. Yeah. This is definitely not even close it's, to the worst. It's not bad. It, it, it's, 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 it's minimal. You can still see everything. Right, right. And, of course, he did his highlighting. He did his foliage. He highlighted the foliage. He was highlighting the foliage at, at the last seconds. That's what he was doing. Yeah, it, it transitioned into credits. Yeah. <laughs> I, he told us goodbye yeah. without looking at the camera. That's how last minute this was right i i don't know that i've ever gotten a rooter goodbye from bob i know he's always so <laughs> he's always so demure he he was still beating himself up over <laughs> putting that second hill that's right in. <laughs> spent spending a minute on that third building yeah <laughs> so overall that is the painting i mean that's that's the whole of the painting right and there. initial uh, not not to get into the rating here. Yeah, no. But this is the first painting I can. It it may be the first painting I can think of in the last four seasons at least. Yeah. That he taught technique, but also created a good painting. Right. Like not to tip my hand before we rate it. It's a good painting to me. Um, yeah, we we both like it. Yeah, it's. I, and we've talked about this on previous episodes. A lot of the, especially last season, yeah, it was either a really good painting to right. showcase this is a good painting, or a technique heavy painting that you're like, okay, you're showing eighty different techniques, so the painting's not that good because you just want people to learn how to paint. It's not coming together, right? Yeah, this one balanced it out. It did. You you learned. You know, three or four different techniques, right? But you you came out with a good painting, super well. I mean, I think just to speculate for a moment, mm -hmm. I'm wondering if at this point Bob is feeling this is season six. Maybe he's feeling a bit more comfortable. It, I I will know? say there was more of a Lucy, yeah, Lucy Goosey painting. Sure. Like he seemed relaxed. Yeah. I mean, he was a bit, yeah, sure. He was a bit frantic in the beginning, but. Well, that was the Coke. Yeah. <laughs> it was a relaxed energy. Um, 
don't kill all your dark areas. So sometimes when you start putting these leaves on, they're such fun that you get carried away and consume all your dark. And, and then your painting's gonna get very flat. Your little tree will just lay there. Look like somebody cut it out of newspaper and just stuck it on your canvas. Couple things I wanted to mention, just a little miscellanea, if you will. Mm-hmm. Justin's miscellanea. Um, noticed in the credits, yeah, uh, our 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 stalwart member of the Bob crew, mm-hmm. Sally Schneck, uh, she often directs episodes. I'm pretty right. pretty confident, and directed a lot of episodes. In this one, she was a camera operator. Mm-hmm. There were two camera operators, and she was one of them. Yeah, we, so we need to pay attention to this. Yeah, because I have a theory. Okay, because we know, as we've talked about. Many times. Bob did a full season in three days. Right. <clears throat> My theory is there were two or three people that rotated. That would make sense. And so yeah. it's not one person constantly directing. Yeah. But it's like, okay, it's your turn to direct. I'm going to go just stand by that camera. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm on the three shot. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not zooming in or anything. Just, right. Just here the static, we go. static shot. Um. I that's my theory. Yeah. Is and it would make sense give everyone a little bit of a break right. cuz I mean even on a show like this you're not doing a lot as the director but right. you do have to make calls of switch to that camera switch to that camera. Right. Doing exactly. that for hours would be a lot. It'd be exhausting. It would also be exhausting to be the camera operator that whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah. If you're not just if you're zooming and stuff, yeah. like that would be one taxing. one is physically exhausting, one's mentally exhausting. Right. <laughs> exactly. So and, so if you rotate, then you can just be pretty exhausted on all fronts at the right. end of the day. And if you've been up to the Bob Ross experience in Muncie, you've seen these big T V cameras they mm-hmm. had. At the time, these are not no. what we have today. These are gargantuan. They're they're three feet long. Yeah, they're huge <laughs> machines. Um, it's not like you're holding it, but it's still, it's like yeah. a thing to well, operate. You're not holding it, but I, I mean, I've messed around with those things, tilting them. Oh yeah, because it's on, it's on like a weird. I don't, I don't even know what kind. it is, but it's, it's got like the weird hingey things. That okay, tilt it. Sure. It's not light moving it. Yeah. It's not. Like oh, I'm tilting it with one finger. Right. So. It's a it's a it's a it's a it is a, it's a physical effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So she operated camera. Rick Roth Rothman directed, who often is a director as well okay. on these. And music at the end. I love to catalog. Yes. Because for some reason, YouTube can't decide in closed <laughs> caption what this music is. Thank- it's, Thank God that they can't. Because it's the best thing in it's every episode. Fantastic. It's the same song. Mm-hmm. We've had the same song at the end of every episode, right? <laughs> and it's been everything from smooth jazz to light rock uh-huh. to s- some sort of folk. Today, groovy instrumental music. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, previously, I really liked they would call it jazzy. Yeah. Which I, I like the idea of jazzy. Right. Jazzy music. Jazzy music. But groovy. Describes it pretty well. Yeah, it's a a good description and (laughs) very pleasant. Very pleasant music. (laughs) Yeah, just act like you're trying to cut a hole in it. Canvas is tough. Don't worry about it. You know, they they make tents out of it. It's strong. Chances are you're not going to cut a hole in it. You'd really have to... You'd have to get violent to cut a hole in it. I don't want to be around if you're doing that. Uh, Should we rate this? It is time... Oh, to rate man. this painting, folks. All right. 
as always, we rate every Bob Ross painting. Ever. Whether we want to or not. <laughs> as it is our... Uh, <laughs> it's our curse on this earth. It's, it's, it's our a, delight. It, it, I feel like when we die... Yeah. <laughs> when we die, we're going to be stuck in like a purgatory... Right. Ghost on this earth situation. Yeah. Until we're able to officially rate every Bob Ross painting, and then Holy we can shit. pass on to the beyond. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, so we rate every painting. We rate every painting. <laughs> in five categories. Yep. Four points available in each category. Bonus points award as we see fit. I, before we get started, All right. would like to propose okay. that our compulsive builder okay. receive a bonus point. Because maybe Bob didn't spell this out as much as I have spelled it out in my head. <laughs> but the idea... Of a gentleman wandering into the woods and just spending a day building two, no, I'm going to make it three buildings deserves one bonus point. I, I will concede <laughs> to that. I, I mean, I, I, I want to give it to him anyway. Yeah. So let's give it to him. Yeah. Plus one. Um, right off the top. <laughs> all right. So our first category is visual impact. Oh, yeah. A four, a very good rating would be that it has the power to wow the viewer it creates a striking and memorable work a three is it has lasting impact and it it creates a cohesive work a two is it holds your attention and a one is little or no impact whatsoever wow you forgot about this painting while you were watching the episode (laughs) i certainly didn't do that 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 i didn't do um it's definitely a three or a four it's a three or a four I, it cannot be lower than that no i don't i'm i'm going back and forth on whether it has the power to wow me yeah or or if it's just a lasting impact i will say the hills on second look pretty good i do like the hills a lot pretty good right yeah pretty good i'm i'm leaning towards a four because I do think I will remember the hills. Yeah. The hills are good. I, I And there were a couple, this is not directly related to the painting, but there were a couple technique things yeah. that stood out for me. Um, the reflections would well, be that, the big one. We'll get to that yeah. when we do craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Stop trying to jump ahead on the rubric. I'm sorry. I'm we're sorry. professionals. <laughs> we need to take this seriously. <laughs> You're you, right. You can't just willy-nilly... Start I, throwing I, random I things out. No. Interpretation know. and creativity. Interpretation and creativity. Um, I've never read this on the rubric, by the way. Yeah. But interpretation and creativity, and then below it, in parentheses, they have completeness slash effort. Wow. That's a it's lot like a of words sub-category? for one category. <laughs> subcategory? Um, um, it, anyway, <sighs> four would be it's an effort that's far beyond that required okay a3 is with more effort the project might have been outstanding uh two it looks unfinished one Uh, it's incomplete and lacks attention to details it's a four it's a four come on it's a four i honestly can't think of one thing i would change even the the stupid trees i know you know what fine with it they're part of it now yeah they're (laughs) I, so I keep looking, looking at the final product here. 
And I know this is kind of blasphemy on this podcast. Be careful. The trees (laughs) kind of do actually add something to the painting. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So uh, we didn't didn't get into the whole thing, how we knew the trees were coming. But um, we had been rooting for no trees the whole time we're watching. Yeah. And then Bob goes. No big trees. Right. Yeah. And then Bob goes, I mean, maybe uh, we need something to push everything a little bit further back. <laughs> no. No, dude. Come on, no. dude. Come on, dude. And yeah, it's he a tree. He loves that depth thing. Yeah. But yeah. like if you look at it, the depth, it does add depth on this one. Well, it does. It and does. it's part of it is because they are the little spindly, yeah. ridiculous, it would die a tree. Sure. And it doesn't wipe out the background. I know. <laughs> anyway. You see me over here getting annoyed. I just don't want to talk about it. I know. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to talk about it because it's composition and design time. Well, did we rate? It was four. We got a bonus point and two fours. Yeah. Okay. So far, yeah. Composition and design. All right. Um, it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design and effectively filled the entire space. That's a four. Yeah. A3, is it mostly filled the entire space and shows an awareness? A2, is it partly filled the space? A1, is it was used? Just somewhat, somewhat used. Come on. It's a four. It's a four. I don't even, I I, I don't want to even go through the subcategories. I I mean, that's, but that's what I'm saying with the tree. We should, yeah. Is the design actually worked out. It did. Most of the time, the last minute tree in my mind, does not work out. No. In his favor. Right. This one kind of worked out in his favor. No, I, I, I'm i with you. All right, craftsmanship. Yes. Uh, four. The It demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding of specific qualities. Okay. Mm, and the design is beautiful and complete. A3. Naturally. It demonstrates skill in some understanding. The design is pleasing and partially complete. Pleasing and partially. Two is it's fairly neat. One is it's careless. Ah, uh, it's a one. No, yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, it's a it's another four. It's complete mm-hmm. is the word there. Um, is and he, is he gonna is he gonna sweep the board? There's a good chance here. Wow. And to add to the craftsmanship. Yeah. Again, we did not. We saw techniques we haven't seen utilized in the exact way they've they were used. Right, in this episode. that's that's correct. We've seen them used probably, but not in that exact way. Yeah. Um, Give us what we want, but put a spin on it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Right, it's fresh. It's, it's new. Snappy. All right. <laughs> the art world is on their knees. <laughs> that museum of museums would love to have this painting as long as. <laughs> it was not painted by Jonah's basis. <laughs> and our final category is criteria. criteria. What were we promised? Nature's edge. So, I mean, a vertical painting, we got that. Yeah. Um, does the term nature's edge describe this? It's such a vague nonsense term. It's it could describe anything. Vague. It's extremely vague. <laughs> if you watch this video on YouTube, uh-huh. here's the description they, okay. they give. Bob Ross fans, it's time. Why is time in parentheses? For some... <laughs> <laughs> it, it is time. <laughs> it's time right. for some happy trees. And we've got just what you need. 
Imagine yourself nestled in a Bob Ross cabin, hidden in the midst of the plush green forest. Wait, hold on. Did this guy that we're, the cabin we're in, yeah. looking at all this, is it built by the same guy? I Did he go build this cabin in the same day, too? <laughs> Wait, no. Aren't we in the cabin in the painting? That's what it sounds. Are we in that same cabin? That's what I thought. Well, we can't see anything then. Yeah, you're right. It's a dark. It's very dark in there. Oh, boy. Uh, hidden in the midst of the plush green forest surra- surrounded by the sounds of nature. Um, Nature's Edge. What I thought. That description I, means less than the title of it, this episode. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, Bob Rossink. Not sorry, Bob yeah. Rossink. So, um, so we were promised a vertical painting. Yeah. There's nature involved, and he said buildings. <laughs> what I thought when, yeah, <laughs> what I thought when Nature's Edge, yeah, um, that to me had to do with the waterline. Okay. And it's a very definite, dramatic waterline. That's true. We didn't even talk about the waterline. Great waterline. All kinds of great waterlines in this painting. Yeah, it's he spent. A decent amount of time, yeah, putting in the with the white. Yep, with the palette knife sideways. Yep, Uh, the line where you see where the water is hitting the shore. Exactly. Um, Which I mean, he's done that before. That's not new. It's not new, but it was better than a lot of them for some reason. I yes, I agree. I mean, Very I'm, dramatic. I'm going to give it a four. I'm giving it a four, too, because I do... It met everything we were promised. This is art, people. Yeah. As two of the world's preeminent... That's right. I don't know what that word means. Preeminent art critics. That's us. That's us. Uh, we, are, we are the critics of critics. We think Nature's <laughs> Edge is the perfect title yeah, yeah. for this painting. Uh-huh. Sure. Either that or like A, B, question mark, Z, one, two, four, five. Well, it's Nature's Edge works squiggle. because it's not... <laughs> It's not specific in any way. <laughs> I think I think this is actually a case where Bob has outsmarted us. Right. Because every time we ding him, it's something very specific where it's like winter mountain. And we're like, well, yeah, but there are leaves on those trees. That's not a winter mountain, Bob. <laughs> uh, this time, right. nature's edge. Nature's edge. That doesn't mean anything. We can't say no. Which is great. Yeah. So... He swept the board, Nathan. He swept the board and got a bonus point. And got a bonus point. He got 21 out of 20. 21 out of 20. It's an A+. Plus. That That is like an A++. Plus plus. It's 100 and something percent. That It is 105%. 105%. Wow. Yeah. Nicely done. Good job, Bob. The most We haven't given him a 100 in a while. We've been rough on the guy. Yeah. Uh, well, I will. <laughs> we really have. I mean, now that we've moved on. Yeah. I can say this. Season 5. Not Bob's best work. It wasn't the great, greatest yeah. season. I don't. No. I don't feel like I'm going to get haunted for saying it. No, I don't think so. I feel so. You see this on TV shows all the time. Season one, they're trying to find their footing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes season two, they're still trying to find their footing. Sure. Then three and four are like the strong seasons. Yep. And then five, they're like, okay, well, we've got to be as good as season three and four. Right. And they can't quite do it. Yeah. I feel like that's what we ran into. And season six is, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, that, yeah, there are two ways you can go. You can keep trying. You can desperately try to clamor on to that first right hit you had right or you can just go i'm gonna do what i want to do now and uh you know get coked out and paint some sky do it just do it yeah man 
Just do it. So let's go right into some brown. We'll use the almighty knife. And you got to make a decision. Where's your tree live? Where does he live? Right here is where he lives. There he goes. And this is where we find out if you're brave. And you start putting all this brown right up in the pretty blue sky. So I want to quickly make a comparison between last um, last episode's painting and this one. So we had Blue River. Blue River was our mm-hmm. was our first one of season six versus Nature's Edge. Um, I don't remember Blue River favorably. I think we gave it we gave it a seventy, which was about yeah. right. It was sort of average. Yeah. Um, it it felt like it was more of Bob just getting back into Bob in the swing. Yeah. It, so if they filmed this in one day, yeah, they filmed three paintings in one day. This was his middle. Mm-hmm. Pa- assuming he did one, this would yeah. be two, and then he's gonna do. Next is Morning Mist, and I didn't see it. I saw it, but I didn't really see it. I'm not really looking at it. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah. See, he's setting himself up for failure, though. That's a more specific (laughs) Too specific. Um, I'm going to look at it and go, that looks like evening. Yeah. It looks like an evening fog, not a morning mist. Get out of (laughs) here. Exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. Are we wrapped up, Nathan? Uh my mind is clear okay good i i feel good i i do again i want to say if you are an asmr person yeah go watch this episode this is a really good one for that stop listening to us and go (laughs) go get your tingle on you can take your tits off now yeah um well folks until we meet again just remember there are no mistakes just happy accidents Ah, we love you good night Oh, hey, so we've got an interesting opportunity, potential. This is potential, potential, potential. I'm not going to tell people what it is. But it might be cool if you like the show, this would be a good time to drop us another review, mm-hmm. maybe send out a tweet, uh, an Instagram, I don't know what people do, uh, a TikTok video, I don't know, something. In, out into the how ether. Would they, how, hold on. How would yeah. they incorporate us into a TikTok I have video? no fucking idea. I don't know what people do. I don't know what TikTok mm-hmm. is. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you, yeah. you guys are uh, an excellent, you're a wonderful audience, and you're always very supportive. But right now would be a cool moment to just, just throw, a little, throw a little sparkle our way, because it might get us, it might help us do something cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, and if you do a TikTok, let me know because I'd really like to know. Can you make a YouTube video explaining what TikTok is to Nathan? Yeah, <laughs> if you if you could just uh write out what the TikTok was, that'd yeah. be great. I'd appreciate that. All right, thanks again. Good night, everybody. <laughs>